0: Hello once again, everybody, this is the Common Sense American, and we are at another week of, well, craziness regarding the impeachment insanity surrounding President Donald Trump. And I thought about doing something a little different, but let's face it, it's what everybody's talking about. And last week, I did do something different. Uh, I I talked about what I believe to be the greatest American generation and why specifically it was. Uh, Please, by all means, if you're looking for a little bit of an escape from the current news cycle please give that a listen because I think it's really worth uh, your attention. It's not about statistics. It's not about bias. It's more about simply looking at things sort of from the 10,000 foot viewpoint and seeing how things were just so monumentally different between then and now and why it's in at least one way it was significantly better for uh, the country. But this week, Um, I guess it's, you know, it's once again, it's all about impeachment, but there's one thing specifically, and this is a little aside from impeachment, but I want to address the recent um, CNN flap, I guess you could call it, where the hosts and and the guests were, they were basically mocking uh, Trump supporters, right wing individuals, conservatives, and that got a lot of attention, as well it should. First thing to say is I want to remind everybody that uh, I, I am still a writer, editor and journalist in a lot of ways. I do that in my day to day work. Um, I, I did work for newspapers in the past and I did a podcast last year um, or actually it might have been just the year before uh, relating to my experience working with the papers and why I had to leave and why I believe journalism is for all intents and purposes, dead. And this recent uh, revelation, it's not really a revelation. Let's face it. We have known that journalism really hasn't been about journalism for some time. That has proven to us once again that it really isn't. That's the first thing it has proven. 50, 60 years ago, uh, even 30 years ago, honestly, that would never have even been allowed to take place. That is beyond unprofessional. It's childish. It's adolescent. It's not something that anybody should put on television, least of all, what is supposed to be a serious news network, which has now become more of a joke. And they keep trying to defend themselves. They keep playing the victim. They keep trying to say, oh, you know, we're under attack by Trump supporters and Trump himself. You know, the we're trying to do our jobs. You're not. We have so much evidence to the contrary where not only are facts and truths being spun and manipulated uh, from the New York Times, the Washington Post to CNN. We have seen it all over and over again. I don't know how many times they have to retract and recant before people wake up and go, we really can't trust this. But on top of that, the left-leaning slant, which... It's really nothing new. In a lot of ways, the media and Hollywood has always leaned left, you know, probably dating back 100 years. You can see evidence of that through just about everything. There were some exceptions to it, I think, probably in the 40s and 50s and early 60s when the Red Scare was in effect. The media was definitely on the right side of things, uh, definitely condemning communism, uh, sort of promoting more conservative values. But then there was a major switch, sort of late 60s, early 70s you know, when that generation started moving in, and pretty much ever since then, it's been mostly leaning left. But now, I think we've reached a point where it's not just leaning left. It's not just a bias. We have reached the point where it's full on propaganda, or pretty darn close. And not just from fringe networks, not just from uh, alternative news sources on the left. No, no. This is, you know, the main people. I mean, it's painfully obvious if you actually sit down and read The New York Times or pay attention to CNN, you will see very clearly that bias. And when I took journalism class, the first journalism class I took in college, the professor stood up in front and said, the cardinal sin of all reporting is to have an opinion. You're not supposed to have one. In no way are you supposed to have an opinion. You save that for op-eds and columns and things of that nature. It is never supposed to seep into a report. The job of a newscaster, the job of the news, of the media, In in regards to delivering facts and truth, they are only supposed to deliver the facts as best as they can understand them, as quickly as they have them, deliver them to the populace, and the populace makes judgments on their own. What they are doing now is trying to make you lean a certain way. They want to influence you. That is what news has become in all outlets. Now, there are some on the right that are doing the exact same thing. I did a podcast on the biggest lie that the media is telling you today and that there are the why is basically that there are no moderates anymore, that everything is extreme. That's another lie they're perpetrating and another extremely dangerous um, element to today's media. But this, what just recently happened, is not only blatantly unprofessional, but it contributes to the ongoing myth that you know, all right-wingers are just backwards, clueless, ignorant Neanderthals. Now, before I go down that path, okay, before I dispel that myth, I want to make it clear. I am aware of the statistics that say that those who vote Democrat are more likely to have a higher level of education than those who vote Republican, that they tend to have Uh, Just, you know, whether it's advanced degrees, master's, doctorates, things like that, or just, you know, they spend a lot of time in colleges, career students now, if you noticed, you know, people who are 36, they're still in college, they've been there for 15 years, they just keep going back and borrowing money because they can't really make it in the real world, let's face it. Um, But aside from that, there are, those statistics are obvious and very clear. Uh, First thing. If you're telling me that they're quote unquote more educated, and that's what these statistics are telling me, uh, in the past 10 years or so, I, I don't, you know, based on what I've seen from universities and our current education system, that means absolutely nothing to me and shouldn't mean anything to anybody. You had more years of college, great, they're completely useless. I went through it, it was borderline useless when I was there 15 years ago. Now It's ridiculous. I mean, not only is it a, just a complete joke, not only is the work involved to get, even, you know, a bachelor's in, you know, a basic thing like bachelor of arts or even a bachelor of science. That stuff is so easy. They they've scaled it back to now. It's four classes to be a full time student. It was five when I was there. They just keep lowering the bar and lowering the bar. What you need to pass, what you need to know, what you need to master while you're there has all fallen off the, you know, just fallen into the gutter. Because we can't step up, and instead of forcing them to step up, we allow them to be dumber. And you're telling me that that's a good thing. Supposedly, that's progressive. It's not. It's just going backwards. The reading and comprehension levels of people who are graduating high school and those graduating college are nowhere near what they used to be. That has been in a steep decline for the past probably four or five decades. And that is why our education ratings across the board... Are crap. That's why we are getting soundly thrashed in the education accomplishment area by pretty much every Scandinavian country, by basically every Asian country. In fact, most European countries at this point. I mean, I think we're behind Brazil. I think we're behind like you know Israel. I think we're behind just about every civilized country in a lot of ways. Education has failed, plain and simple. Not just because of the progressive uh, agenda that's in it, that but that has taken over. Absolutely taken over in terms of, well, this is what they should know now. Forget we're not even going to do basic math. We're not going to do basic English. We don't do the classics anymore because, you know, they're written by white people. This has all gone insane. And because of that, we have borderline illiterate people who think they're all hot stuff coming out of college and they're completely useless. And you're starting to see backlash from employers who used to say, well, you know, all we want is a college degree. Those people are becoming hugely problematic. Not only are they pretty much useless when they get a job, but they're largely entitled. They cause way more problems than they're worth. They think they should be getting way more money from menial crap. All this, of course, spurred ahead by, you know, whatever the $15 an hour, $20 an hour minimum wage insanity, right? And that's all they learn. They ingest that in college. Basically, that you should get everything on a silver platter for absolutely nothing. And God forbid, if you happen to be a minority or of a quote-unquote alternative lifestyle – you know, They'll just give you everything for free. You should just, your whole life should be handed to you. As far as I can tell, if you're an African-American transgender, they just want social programs in, in existence so you can sit on your ass all day because you know, you've been so oppressed, so we should just give you a salary for breathing. That's really the route we're taking now. That's really what's starting to happen. These people are absolutely useless. The most educated are proving to be in the work arena. Very often, the most useless. And I'm mostly referring to those with just standard bachelor's degrees, I suppose if you went as far as to get a doctorate, uh, uh, you know, you had to have some form of pretty rigorous education. Although, again, I will question, uh, you know, that MD or PhD compared to an MD or a PhD from 75 years ago, say. I will absolutely question that and I will absolutely guarantee that one was a lot easier to get than the other, right? That's my that's my guess, I'm not saying it's fact. It's just a guess based on what I've seen, based on what I've heard. I have spoken to people who have high-end degrees, and these people are not very bright. I got news for you. You take them out of their field, especially they're borderline children, okay? So you're saying that they're more educated, that the left is generally more educated than the right. It means nothing now. That means absolutely nothing. It means you can't even function in life. The more educated people tend to be these days the less likely they are to succeed in reality. Because not only did they get a piss poor education, but they also got indoctrinated to ways that are the exact opposite of productivity, of usefulness, of pride, of taking pride in everything that you do, instead of looking to other people to support you. You know, this is the opposite now of the days of the JFK Democratic Party. You know, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country, Democrats are on the exact opposite now. The exact opposite. What your country can do for you. What your neighbor can do for you. Right? That's what the big emphasis is on. Forget individual achievement. We don't even, we're not even going to do that. And frankly, we're starting not to do it. So don't tell me that because the statistics say they have, you know, more degrees or whatever, that they're just better and no more. That's crap. That doesn't mean anything anymore. That's point one. Point two. I just did, Last, a couple of weeks ago, I asked specifically people who, um, you know, Trump supporters, what are you going to do? Are you voting for him again? And their responses, <coughs> excuse me, were interesting. They were not ignorant. They were not, you know, ranting right wing, kill all Democrats, I hate them all, Trump's the man no matter what he does. I didn't really see that. I saw a lot of informed, intelligent responses from people who are, yes, very fed up with the Democrat hypocrisy and double standards that have been just sort of been thrown in our faces over and over and over again for, for many years. And there's that reaction to that. But they have plenty of good reasons as to why they're voting for Trump. They cite uh, statistics from the economy. They cite, cite things he has done for Israel and the Jewish people. They cite his uh, advancements in terms of international uh, relationships with other countries. Let's not forget what he did early on, for example, in, in North Korea, the, the new trade deal. Um, things like this, this is things they're pointing to. These are not people who are going to be casting an ignorant vote. The, you know, backwards hick vote that says, I'm just voting for the white guy because I hate all, you know, black people and women or some such crap. I didn't see any of that. And I got 250, 300 responses. Granted, it may be a small sample size. And yes, they are all Trump supporters. But if they are all Trump supporters and CNN and these liberals are all right about how they're so stupid and backwards and ignorant, then all the responses or the majority of the responses I should have gotten should have been that way, right? They should have been mostly ignorant, mostly backwards, mostly intolerant or whatever. And they were making fun of, you know, they were making fun of the right-wingers' intelligence. They were making fun of how they act. And I just find it laughable when you look at the left and how they have been acting. And look at CNN. Look how they're acting as a supposedly professional news organization. You're going to sit there on live television and mock half the country? And then laugh it off as if it's no big deal. Can you imagine if this had happened the other way around? They'd be be wanting to fire the entire staff. If a you know, if it was Fox or maybe a little bit more of a right-wing leaning organization and they went on television and they did this, I mean, there'd be a massive outcry from Democrats. You know, we say, because it's our belief that Democrats really don't listen and don't have any interest in listening to opposing views and are becoming increasingly authoritarian and totalitarian. And that is our belief. And if we say that and we start mocking them for being the sort of insane, lunatic, liberal uh, belief policies that we think they have, right? You're trying to tell me that would go over, that we could laugh that off? That's crap. That would never happen. That would never be allowed to happen. It would be roundly uh, denounced in the mainstream media, in the papers, on TV, but this, we're supposed to just say, oh, it was sort of a joke and they didn't really mean it. Yeah, it's amazing and very convenient how they can get away with that kind of behavior and then turn around and accuse us and insult, you know, millions and millions of Americans. And, you know, that that's just not the way you do things. That is not how things should be functioning in society. And it's driving a bigger and bigger wedge between us, this childishness. When you have... People who are supposed to be setting an example for how you act, how we ingest our information, how we react to that information. When those people are basically acting like schoolyard bullies, we have a big problem because there is no example being set in the public eye. Hollywood, you certainly can't look to them. Uh, Get the hell away from there. That is a rotting cesspool of just disgustingness that I'm avoiding like the plague. And I think everybody should right now. And by the way, just as a little side note, um, I I see some of them on television where they get this little round table and they have these so-called serious discussions among Hollywood celebrities and all that stuff. If you ever notice the way they talk, they act like they actually know things. They don't know anything, nothing. They're the stupidest people I've ever heard talk and pretend like they know what they're talking about. You might know about acting. You might know about that profession. You apparently know nothing about anything else. And please don't put on that sanctimonious tone like you do. These people obviously have egos the size of Wisconsin. And they sit there and believe like they're pundits or ambassadors or some such crap. Shut up. Go back to doing your really mediocre entertainment, most of which I can't even look at anymore because it's so disgusting and riddled with propaganda. Go back to doing that. And leave us the hell alone. Shut your face because I can't listen to these people anymore. So we cannot be turning to Hollywood for any sort of role models at this point. What we should be able to do is if you are the New York Times or you're CNN or you are supposedly a proud news organization and you're all, oh, woe is us. The right wingers are attacking us. Trump is attacking us. We can't do our jobs. We don't even feel safe. If you're doing that and you're taking that stance then you need to set the appropriate example. You need to rise above and say, this is what we're going to do. We are going to be a proper news organization. We are only going to give you the facts as they become available. We are not going to inject it with opinion or commentary that we save for what are clearly labeled to be op-ed pieces or columns. When it comes to reporting the news, we are simply going to report the news. That's it. And instead of insulting, not only do they insult the entire populace in this way, just openly mocking people. They're also insulting people every time they make a report and put a spin on it and basically tell you what to think. It is no longer, here's the news, what do you think of it? It is now, here's the news, here's what you should think of it. And that's wrong. That is a manipulation of the entire process. It's a manipulation of the populace. And that is what they're doing and that is what they have been guilty of doing. Now I understand how business operates in this. I said before that the big reason why big business journalism cannot be trusted and can never be trusted to be reliable or objective is because it is a big business. Unfortunately, it doesn't work. They have to sell the hot story. They have to sell the hot headline, right? And to do that, to amp that up, they're getting more tabloid-esque in their approach because it works. You know, you've got the National Enquirer and all these tabloids. They... they basically prey on stupid people by putting out outlandish headlines. And even myself, I've, I've, you know, done a double take in the supermarket line. I want to go, what the hell did that just say? Now I'm not going to be sold by it and believe it, but it's so insane what they said that I almost have to look. And that's not that far off of what we're actually seeing from supposedly legit news sources. They're doing this now. They're adopting this, you know, sensationalized approach to news and adding their spin to it. This is all wrong. And you're turning around and mocking us. You have no right, no right whatsoever. You are not standing up there and saying, and being the bastion of news and saying, this is the way things should be and look to us to be role models. And yes, we trust you to draw your own conclusions from our news reports. That's not what they're doing. They haven't been doing it for a while. And then to stand up there and mock millions of people, again, literally like schoolyard bullies, on public television, and then try to laugh it off or deny that it means anything. uh, you, You are. You're acting like children. And you should be embarrassed and ashamed, even though you're not. If you're wondering why your ratings have tanked, if you're wondering why people don't trust you, maybe just look to your performance as a news organization, which sucks, and you're hardly the only one. If you want to keep trying to manipulate a populace Go right ahead. But bear in mind, there will be those of us who understand exactly what it is you're doing. And there's probably a lot more of us than you think. Now, I'm just going to leave it there, let you guys chew on that for a while. Um, Again, I'm sort of using a little bit of my own experience in addition to just simple observation, which is what I do. And if you like it, please consider subscribing on my main site. Uh, I just do one simple show a week. There's no ads, there's no explicit content. You don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. It's always free. Um, you can also, if you're an iTunes listener, please go there, um, leave me one of those five-star reviews. Apple is not big on conservative or independent voices, but they can't ignore five-star reviews. Um, and so that kind of thing always helps. Again, thanks very much for your support. And, uh, hopefully we all sort of get through this year, uh, none the worse for wear, but always with an eye towards common sense and logic and intelligence. And that's really what I'm here for. And I hope there's going to be more of you that listen, uh, because I know there's more of you out there that'll like me. Uh, At least I'm hoping. (laughs) Not that I'm tooting my own horn here. I just hope that logic and common sense and decency and morality and all that stuff can come back and we, you know, get off the lunatic bandwagon here. Um, So that's it for me for this week. Again, very much appreciated for the listen, and I will see you again next week. Thank you.